Hello, indie fans, and welcome back to episode 7 of Raiders Media, and I am your host, Aristotle Tagmo. Now put on those fedoras and crack those whips. Today's segment, I'm just talking normal indie nerd stuff, and hopefully I can get an interview with either John Penman or an indie cosplayer in a future episode. And today is going to be pretty short because I don't have an inter- I don't have anyone to interview this week. So to any of my li- to all my listeners, if you would like to be a part of Raiders Media and be a part of my show, or at least want to come come hang out, um, give me a, shoot me a text on Instagram or um, Facebook, and uh, we I will I will uh, give you the details. And now, without further ado. The artwork and collectibles segment. To all of you obtainers of of rare antiquities, I had just recently received a cool collectible poster from the Raiders Radio team. They sell their posters and whatever else merchandise they have on their Redbubble store for a really good bargain. They have, let me see, uh, laptop sleeves, stickers, mugs, posters tapestries, uh, you name it, they probably will have it. And I also did mention, I, I probably mentioned this before, probably forgot, um, I also did mention if they're going to be coming out with a collector's enamel pin because I am a diehard for those di- I have for those pins. I have so many pins. I have, um, since I'm talking about enamel pins, I have a bunch of Disneyland pins, uh, Indiana Jones Disneyland pins. I have a... Um, uh, a pin from Trader Brandon, the uh, Marshall College Pledge pin, um, and then recently I have recently got the um, what's another one? There was a there's oh there's the uh, the the Mara God uh, the Mara God uh, pin from Ron Phelps, uh, and a bunch of other stuff. Oh, and also uh, Han Solo and Carbonite, which I don't remember where I got that one from, but I've had that one for a long time. But uh, anyways. Going back to the Raiders radio team, go to their website on the Redbubble and go support them. They need as much support as they can get for their next uh, drama. And I'm really excited to see what their next drama is. Now with more of the traditional items that I normally shop around for. uh, Recently I've gotten a rather interesting piece of artwork from the one and only Eugene Shin from solving his Mara language secret code. Uh, it was drawn, it was a hand-drawn map of the Lost Delta region, which I probably need to weather to make to make it look more old. And such great detail went into this map. Thanks, Eugene Shin, and keep up the good work. Uh, going back to the map, let me see if I can grab it. Um, so pretty much it's just a whole map uh, pro- I'm assuming handwritten in pen, and it has different areas of the uh, Temple of Mara. It has the um, the bat, the bat cavern, the rotunda calendar, the obelisk of doom, labyrinth of chaos, crocodile pit, uh, hall of promise. Of course, the famous uh, chamber of destiny, which is the which contains the Observatory of the Future, Chamber of Earthly Riches, and Fountain of Fountain of Eternal Youth, uh, Tunnels of Return, Hall of Descending uh, Blocks, Spike Chamber, 
Uh, and then it says, Lost Delta Region, India, discovered by Dr. Indiana Jones, circa 1935. And so it's got some really neat details on this map here. And if you're lucky to, if you were lucky enough to uh, solve his riddle on the uh, Lost Delta, the Lost Delta group on Facebook, you are were probably lucky enough to get one of these maps. And going, yeah, they're really they're really cool. I don't know if he still has them for sale on his um, on his um, Redbubble. I would go check, but. Yeah, I got that, and I probably would need to weather it. And I did ask uh, Eugene Shin how to weather it. He said either uh, brown paint or instant coffee. And I'm assuming you just smear it or something, or he's like depending on how you want it and stuff. Him. So I might end up just experimenting with that map and see, experimenting with the map and then the instant coffee and paint to see what it looks like. Because I saw another uh, friend of mine on Facebook, uh, Fred Jessica. He, um,. Weathered his, I think, with paint, I think. You can either do it with paint or instant coffee, one of those two. So I might just do that and also do that as well with my uh, Jungle Cruise map. Because I have one. I, so I have two different maps now. I have one for uh, the Temple of the Forbidden Eye and, now I ha and another one from Jungle Cruise for my Disney trip. So I might just go do that and check it out and, see, and uh, check that out and do that. And I'll let you know, let you guys know what the results are. And last but not least... Too many posters from the one and only Raiders radio team, which was from a contest back in April. And if you answered correctly, you would win too many posters that were signed by the creator of The Bridge to Yesterday, Alex Levitsky. And the posters are a limited print, according to the radio team. So go get your prints if you haven't gotten them already. And congratulations to everyone! Congratulations to everybody that won or that was in the contest. I've seen your posts. I've seen your pictures. The posters look great. But here's the funny thing: I already have one of the posters. I have a mini. I have a mini version of it. It's the Hellboy version of the uh, uh, Indiana Jones poster that I mentioned in in an episode a couple in a couple months a couple months ago, or a couple or last episode. Or yeah, I already have one. So I just uh, put that one on my on my calendar, but I might sell it. I might sell my the big one and get rid of the big one and keep the small mini one because the two mini posters are signed by Alex Levitsky himself. So I might consider selling the um, the uh, Bridge to Yesterday poster. So if anybody wants to buy it, let me know. I'll have to come up with an offer first, but if not, I'll probably just keep it for myself just for now. Hey, two is better than one, right? So, yeah. Thank you, uh, Raiders Radio and it, and the IndieCast for getting those to me. And hopefully we'll get more stuff like that. And everyone is excited for the, um, the new drama. Hopefully the new drama will be good. It'll be, it'll be good. I, I have a feeling it's going to be great. But, um... Good luck on the next uh, drama, and uh, we look forward to hearing about it. And thank you again. And that concludes the artwork and collectibles segment. Now it's the topic we have all been waiting for, Indy 5. Let's talk about it. Yes, I know, I know, I know. I talk about Indy 5 all the damn time, every segment. Why do I talk about Indy 5 so much? Well... I'll tell, let me tell you. 
I talk about Indy 5 because I have a lot of potential ideas and suggestions. And I know Steven Spielberg does not listen to podcasts. Well, maybe, but not this one. But if he does, I'm hoping that he'll take my suggestions on what I'm going to say about Indy 5. And hopefully reconsider switching back to um, the original uh, screenwriter that they had before and not uh, Dan Fogelman. Sure, Dan Fogelman is a, is a good writer and he even wrote This Is Us, but that's a whole different thing. A whole different thing. This is a whole adventure story. We don't know what's going to happen. Is Indy going to be killed off? Is he going to... Um, I don't know. We don't know who he's dealing with yet. Hopefully it's some mystical power or some crazy godlike artifact like the Ark of the Covenant that melted, you know faces off and blowing heads up and all that stuff or the holy grail that took someone's life and made them extremely old and they just shattered to ashes who knows um now in the last episode i had mentioned indy's last adventure on to be based on the fate of atlantis comic book by dark horse comics now don't get me wrong it's a great book to read but how well could Steven Spielberg pull off this indie flick without George Lucas nor the original writer Considon? Well, it really depends on who, Steve, who Spielberg cast in the last indie installment. While whatever the script, well, whatever the script is, and if we ever get a script written anytime soon, I honestly think that the script should go more into depth in the story, besides using the comic book as a reference. Like, if I were directing Indy 5, I would obviously recast Harrison Ford as Indy and maybe bringing back Sala and Short Round because we haven't seen Sala since Raiders and Last Crusade and we've only seen Short Round since, um, since Temple of Doom. So it would be kind of interesting to put those three together and, I don't know, I keep hearing a lot of... I, the reason why I brought up Sala and Short Round because... Sala only made Sala only made two appearances in Raiders and Last Crusade, while Short Round only made one appearance in Temple of Doom. He did do the Goonies, but that's not Indiana Jones related. Um, but he did other stuff as well. Um, but those two would be interesting. Or maybe if Sala or Short Round had both had their own different movies, or if they maybe teamed up with Indy, and maybe went on some sort of crazy adventure. And as for the um. The bad guys, it would be nice if they would add, uh, I'm not, I'm telling you right now, I am not a Nazi sympathizer. I just think Nazis are just an, the natural enemy of Indiana Jones because look, look at Raiders and Last, and Last Crusade. He dealt with Nazis in those first two movies, you know, compared to Temple of Doom to where he, to where, compared to Temple where he dealed with uh, cult, with cult followers and stuff like that. And then with Crystal Skull he dealt with communists. So I'm like, okay. So I'm thinking that maybe Nazis could be something of interest to the uh, to the Disney, but I don't think they're going to bring back Nazi characters. I really don't think they would. It wouldn't make sense. It would be a Disney to do that. But they did make political cartoons back in the day with Nazis during World War II. So I don't know why they don't do that now. But that was the 1930s and 40s, so that was a whole different ball game, whole different story, etc. But uh, hopefully, if not Nazis, um, maybe a new generation of enemies, like uh, maybe like a guy from Cuba, 
you know, some guy that smokes cigar, Cuban cigars, has a whole, like, Panama, you know, I would like to see an, an indie villain dressed as the, uh, as the Panama, the Panama dude, Panama dude from Last Crusade on the, uh, the, on the Coronado. That'd be kind of cool if they did something like that, you know, with him, except not with the cane, you know, maybe Coronado survived that explosion and, you know, found, you know, a ship full of Nazis or something or something like that and worked for them or some junk or some shit. I don't know, something like that. Or, um, maybe Donovan, before he died, maybe he had kids with his wife, you know, maybe his kids might be, you know, enemies of Indy, you know, by the time that he say, I think it was 1930, 1940, if I were to say Donovan had kids during, during Last Crusade, or had, uh, way before, if he had kids, kids during Last Crusade, we would have saw, but he didn't, and we don't know if he did, if he did, I would like to see those those people be in enemies of Indy because you know they want to look for the treasure and they want just as much as just they want it just as bad as he does. Um, who else? Oh, you know what? Maybe Tote. Maybe Tote can have kids as well. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just going on a limb here, but maybe if Tote had kids of his own, maybe he could have enemies. His kids could be enemies of Indy because you know he was you know. A Gestapo officer and all that other stuff, so that would make perfect sense. Along with you know Belloc as well. I'm not, re- I'm not being weird here. I'm just giving out my ideas here on what could possibly be Indy's new enemy. Because like I said, Dizzy's not gonna um, uh, reanimate Nazi characters because it wouldn't make sense, and it, and it's not likely Disney to do that. But it would be nice if they can have a nice if those characters had had children, but they were. Very slight resemblances to Belloc, Dietrich, and Tote, and maybe Donovan. You know, that would be nice. It'd be interesting because they have a slight resemblance, and Indy be like, Indy would be like, oh shit, they look like, he looks like Belloc, Tote, and my enemies from a long time ago. And so he'd be in trouble. But I would think that'd be interesting. But only one thing I really don't want in this movie is if the new generation of Indy's enemies will not be annoying or have any cringy lines or catchphrases. Because they have cringy lines or catchphrases. Oh, that's uh, that's gonna... That'll make me cringe. And I'll probably leave the theater or just be like, oh, God, I can't believe they just said that. So, yeah. That's all I have to say about Indy 5. And uh, hopefully we'll get a script written sometime soon because we haven't heard anything since the script was since a, a script script writer Casadon Jr. I think Casadon son was writing the script and now it's fucking Dan Fogelman so who knows we'll see what uh what the future holds with Dan Fogelman and hopefully he'll write something over the top and that's awesome so I have come up with a new segment uh not it, of course it's indie related but it's going to be a um, indie character imp- impression segment where I'm just going to be doing some a few lines from different uh, indie movies to where I'll be doing, like, let's say, uh, I'll be doing Tote or Molaram, um, Sala, Brody, any of the characters I might do just for our future, for uh, upcoming episodes. I'll do that every uh every character until I get until I have no other ones to do so uh yeah hopefully you guys enjoy it and for today's character is going to be uh tote so hope you guys enjoy it 
Good evening, Furline. We are... We are... Not thirsty. The same thing your friend Dr. Jones wanted. Surely he's told you there would be other interested parties? The man is... Nefarious. I hope for your sake he has not yet, not yet acquired it. Oh, almost certainly. Do you still have it? <coughs> Your fire is dying here. Why don't you tell me where the piece is right now? <laughs> Furline Ravenwood. Let me show you what I am used to. Nick! That time has passed. Yes, I know you will. That's a wrap for this episode. I hope you enjoyed my impression of Tote. So tune in next time for indie stuff. And as always, if you want to show your love for indie and want to be on an upcoming episode, either email me at aristoty1999 at gmail.com or message me on Facebook. And make sure to follow this podcast on Instagram at RaidersMedia1935. And also, this podcast is on many other platforms such as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Go check the podcast on there as well. Thanks for listening. And if adventure has a name, it must be Indiana Jones.